Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today, I'm sitting down with Jay Connor. Jay, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, RJ. How's it out there in Texas? Oh, man, just a, a beautiful, I guess we call this fall, but it feels like winter. I guess it's a, a beautiful fall day here, um, enjoying some uh, cold weather finally here in Texas, getting rid of all the mosquitoes finally. Oh, man, I know what you mean. My wife, Carol Joy, she's from Wichita Falls, Texas, and um, and we go to Texas quite a bit, but uh, my lens, when I lived out there in Wichita Falls, Texas, back in the 80s, uh, an old fellow told me right after I moved there, he says, Jay, the only thing between Wichita Falls and the North Pole is a barbed wire fence, and that blew down about 50 years ago, which <laughs> means when it's, when it's hot, it's hot, and when it's cold, it's cold. Yeah, yeah, that that's Texas, man. Uh, we, we get about a week and a half of spring and a week and a half of fall. It goes from summer to winter here pretty quickly. So that's the the joys of living in Texas. So I know what you mean, man. I yeah. know what you mean. Why don't you take a second to introduce yourself and uh, tell the listeners what it is you do in real estate? Sure. Well, um, I live here, and my wife, Carol Joy, and I, we live here in a little small town in Moorhead City, North Carolina. We live right here on the coast, uh, right on the Atlantic Ocean. This is where I grew up, and we've been investing in single-family houses. I do commercial as well. We've got a shopping center, uh, but we primarily focus on single-family houses, and we've been investing in those uh, for 15 years now. Uh, where we live, as I said, is a very, very small town, small market. I mean, Moorhead City itself only has 8,000 uh, 8, and plus a few people. My total target market that we invest in has got 40,000 people. So we invest in Moorhead City in the neighboring areas around here. We don't do that many transactions, two to three transactions a month, but the average profit per deal is $64,000 per deal over the past 12 months. So our median price point or our median price point is right at 225,000. Most of the deals that we do have got an after repaired value of between 150,000 and 250,000. And um and I mean that's so those are the that's those are the price points of the deals that we're doing. Gotcha. And what kind of deals are you doing? What's the exit strategy there? Are they fixing flips or are you buying and holding? Yeah, most of our exit strategies are uh, fix and flip. Uh, of course, we'll buy pretty houses that don't need that much work to them. We'll, we'll buy a number of houses subject to the existing note uh, without having to use the private money. But most of the houses that we buy do need some renovation to some degree. Uh, most of the houses we buy, uh, we buy from motivated sellers for sale by owners. We buy some bank-owned properties, but in today's market, it's just really hard to find a deal in the in the MLS. So most of our deals are from uh, for sale by owners. Uh, we've been um, direct mailing foreclosures uh, prior to them going to the sale for 15 years. About 25% of our business comes from people that have been um, filed on foreclosure, but but have not gone to sale yet. 
But uh, we do a little bit of buy and hold, but it's mostly either selling on uh, fix and flip. We also, RJ, sell a lot of homes on rent to own or with uh, lease purchase. And I know okay. things are a little. I know things are a little different on lease purchase there in uh, Texas. Right. But um, but anyway, you know, we require our rent to own buyers uh, enter into our credit repair program because, as as we all know, if we leave them to their own devices, they're not going to cash out in all probability. But we uh, hold their hands, get them ready for a mortgage, and about eighty percent of our rent to own buyers actually do cash out and end up owning the house. Nice. So do you, I, I know you do the, the rent to own, but do you ever do seller financing or owner financing yourself? I do owner financing, but not that much. And I'll tell you why. What I have discovered is that most cases I can get the same amount of money in a non-refundable option fee as I can a down payment. Of course, the, the non-refundable option fee will be credited towards the closing cost and down payment when they're ready for the mortgage. Um, but here where I am, I've learned, well, why do I, I mean, I will underfinance if they've got a sizable down payment, I'll transfer the deed. Um, but in most cases it's rent to own. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's not very common here in, in Texas. Uh, a lot of it's just owner financing, uh, yeah. which is huge here in Texas. Right. Um, uh, but it is interesting. You also brought up that you take properties down subject to the existing mortgage. For some of the listeners who don't know what that is, I, we have talked about it a couple of times here on the Titanium Vault, but for those that don't know what that means, explain that process to them. Sure. Well, I've been doing the business for 15 years, but I never heard of buying a house or controlling a property or owning a property by using the strategy of buying subject to the existing note until about 10 years ago. It's been around for decades. Actually, it's already on the settlement statement on the HUD settlement statement on line 204. What it means is the buyer of the property is buying the house, the title, the deed is being transferred into the buyer's entity, your land trust, LLC, or what have you. And the seller of the property is agreeing for their mortgage, their current mortgage to stay in their name. And the buyer of the property is agreeing to make the mortgage payments. Now, that's not the same as an assumption. Right. The, the buyer of the property is not assuming the loan. In other words, the loan is not being, or the mortgage is not being transferred into the buyer's name. The buyer is just simply agreeing to make uh, the payments. And of course, the question comes up, when I first heard of it, I said, who in the world in their right mind would sell me a property and count on me to make their payments and keep them current uh, and, and give me, I mean, you know, transfer ownership and leave the mortgage in their name. And of course I, I found out quickly, the answer to that question is a motivated seller who is looking for debt relief. Right. I mean, there's tons of people out there in situations where, especially if you're targeting pre foreclosures, like you said, you're, you're direct mailing pre foreclosures. Um, you know, you come across people that, you know, as soon as you meet them, their, their need, their pain point is if I could just be out from underneath this payment, you know, I'm so far behind, there's nowhere to, to, for me to catch up. And that's a lot of times where subject two is a great strategy is, you know, say you're $10,000 behind on payments and you've got the, 
you know, the the penalties and all these fees that have accumulated, you know, as the investor, you could go in and say, hey, look, I'll catch you up, but I want to take the property down the subject too. Um, and that's a great strategy in those circumstances. When you take down a property subject to, and this has kind of been a, a heated point here on, on the guests that I've had talk about subject twos, do you give them, do you give the seller a certain time frame where you tell them you will sell it or refinance it out of their name? Or do you just say it could go all the way up until the end of the term of your note? Yes, ordinarily I don't give them a time frame unless the seller is requiring a time frame. So um, I think of a particular example. It was, I want to say earlier this year, um, I bought a property subject to, and they uh, could not go buy another house, could not afford another house until, I mean, they wouldn't be able to get a loan for another house until right. this mortgage was paid off since it was going to stay in their name. And since they wanted to buy another house, what we agreed is that I would either cash them out with having a new buyer, you know, buy the house and pay their mortgage off and, you know, pay me off uh, within 12 months. And if I didn't have a buyer that would do that, then I agreed to refinance the house within 12 months. And of course, the way I would refinance it if I needed to do that would be with private money because I always have private money funding on the shelf ready to go and don't have to rely on the local bank or a mortgage company to do to do that. As it turned out, I was able to renovate the house in uh, 30 days or less and put it on the market and cash out. I, I did the whole thing in uh, from start to finish in less than four months on cash out. Right. But that's sort of the out of the ordinary. Um, most people that are that have got a house that are selling on subject to, not all of them, but a lot of them are behind on payments and they can't go get another, uh, you know, mortgage or buy another house because of their credit. But in the exception case that I just uh, shared with you, those people were current, totally current on their payments, had never been behind, and they just wanted to sell quickly without having to wait on, you know, having to go through waiting on a on the realtor or realty community to, you know, to to get it sold for them. Right. Well, you've brought up private money a, a couple of times in this, and I know you're an expert on private lending. Um, once you raised over $2 million in less than 90 days in private money while you, you didn't have access to funds from the banks. So what are some of the advantages of using private money over the other types of funding? Oh, my lands. Well, there's a lot more advantages than actually using traditional banks. Um, I mean, you know, the first five years, first five, six years that I was in the business, I relied on the local banks and lines of credit. And I tell you, I can remember it, RJ, just like it was yesterday. Uh, this goes back almost 10 years ago. In fact, it'll be 10 years ago this coming uh, in just like 90 days from now. I called up my banker and uh, I told him I had two deals under contract that I wanted to close within 30 days. And I had had this conversation, RJ, my lands for years with mm -hmm. the same banker, uh, you know, telling where it's located and, you know, when I want to close and, you know, the amount I needed for funding. And he went quiet on me, which, of course, is never a good sign. <laughs> and he cleared, his, he cleared his throat and he says, Jay, I'm sorry, but uh, the bank has collapsed your line of credit. And I said, well, what in the world? And um, 
So, you know, my I, I had perfect credit, uh, never laid on a, on a on a you know a payment with this bank, and so I hung up the phone and I called my friend. In, his name's Jeff. I told him what happened. I said, Jeff, what am I going to do? He said, Well, welcome to the club. They just cut me off too. <laughs> and um, so you all, you know, RJ, I know you recall, and I know most of your listeners will recall what was going on in 2008, 2009. Right. And I mean, it was like a spigot, you know, it was like cut off overnight. And so uh, my definition of coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. And in less than two weeks of that conversation with my banker, I was introduced to this wonderful world of private money and private money is doing business with individuals. We're not talking doing money, uh, doing loans with hard money lenders or institutions or mortgage companies. It's doing business with individuals. And so uh, I think your question was the advantages. Well, there, there's two primary, there's three primary categories of where we get the private money. The first category is your own uh, circle of influence or I call your warm market people you've already got some kind of relationship with either through, you know, business colleagues or family, friends, church, social networks, etc. The next category is what I call the new warm market. You know, these are local warm markets in your area that you may not know the people yet, such as getting involved in the Rotary Club or the Chamber of Commerce or any other, you know, social networks. And the third category is existing private lenders. Well, the advantage of doing private money deals with the warm market is, first of all, we make the rules on my lands. I mean, when I was borrowing money from the banks, they made the rules. They decided, you know, they decided what the interest rate was and how often you made payments and what the loan to value was and et cetera. Well, when I first learned about private money and doing business with your warm market, I, I, it was a 180 degree mind shift. So what I did was I put together my own private lending program that I offer to people and put the word out. So I set the interest rate. I set how often the monthly payment is. And another big thing is a lot of uh, our private lenders loan us money and and fund our deals from their retirement funds Mm -hmm. by using self-directed IRAs. We got 47 private lenders right now funding our deals. Now, of course, your listeners don't need 47 private lenders. Start with one or two, right? Right. (laughs) But over half of those private lenders that we do business with use their retirement funds. So it's really, really important for someone that's wanting to borrow private money to establish a relationship with a self-directed IRA company and representative that you can refer your new private lenders to to where they can, you know, transfer their funds over and get unlimited returns per year, tax-free and and, uh, penalty-free. But anyway, back to the advantages. We set the rules. We set how often the payments are made. we can close very, very quickly, RJ. I mean, all of our offers, we tell people, our sellers, we can close in seven days. Seven right. days. Um, 
Of course, the only way that works is if you got a good relationship with your closing agent, real estate right. attorney, title company, uh, so they can move quickly. So I get more deals accepted, RJ, or offers accepted because I can close so quickly. Another big advantage is there's no limit to the number of private lenders we can do business with. I had a limit to my line of credit at the bank. Right. There's no limit. We can borrow across state lines because we're not regulated by the, the uh, commissioner of banks. It's got nothing to do with our credit score. Um, I mean, you, you know, it has nothing. I mean, because private money is a collateral loan. I mean, somebody can have a mid score of 425 and it just doesn't matter uh, because it's a collateral loan. And so it just it just frees us up and gives us so much more flexibility to do just a really an unlimited number of deals. So that sounds great, but why would a private money lender be interested in lending money to us as investors? Sure, well, there's three really big reasons. The first reason is, first of all, they're gonna earn a whole lot more money <laughs> than they can probably earn through any other resources. Right. Um, so let's start with that one. I pay most of my private lenders 8%, 8%. Okay. Now, if you, can, if you compare that to hard money, your hard money lender is going to charge you on average now 14%, and then there's going to be, you know, uh, four points in uh, origination fees. By the way, that's another thing. There's no closing cost. I mean, there's no points. There's no origination fees with uh, private money. So, right. you know, USA Today, RJ, as you probably know, every Thursday, every Thursday, USA Today pub, um, publishes in the money section what the average certificate of deposit is paying per year right now. I mean, yeah, per year, per 12 months. This past Thursday, 0.88%. 0.88%. Look, you can get downright aggressive and tie your money up for five years in a certificate of deposit and get 1.65%, you know? So people out there have got cash. There's $18 trillion right now available in the United States of cash sitting on the sidelines and people just don't know what to do with it. So we got to help them solve the problem. So number one, they get really, really higher rates of return than they can get anywhere else. Secondly, uh, their loan is safe and secure. And here's why. It is safe because the maximum loan to value we borrow is 75% of the after repaired value. I didn't say 75% of the purchase price. Right. 75% of the after repaired value. That's another big reason I love private money. I always get a big check when I buy because I always borrow more than I need to buy. Okay. <clears throat> it's secure because I don't borrow any unsecured funds. I give all the private lenders a mortgage. You know, some states like North Carolina is a deed of trust. And then thirdly, the reason the private lenders absolutely love this program is because their loan amount or their principal loan amount is not volatile, meaning the principal does not go up and down like the stock market. You know, you invest in the stock market, you already lost money because you got fees and commissions. I tell people in my program, there are no fees, there are no commissions, and there's nothing that comes out of your investment. There's nothing that comes out of your principal loan amount. So their principal loan amount remains the same until cash out. So they know exactly what that reliable rate of return is going to be. So, you know, my older private lenders love that. I mean, my older private lenders, they don't have time for another correction in the right. stock market. So they love knowing that, okay, here's my principal amount. 
I know exactly what that's going to earn. That all that's all that's going to cash out when the house sells, and then we just go do another deal. What are some of the best tips that you give to investors to kind of get the word out to potential private money lenders that you know you you are offering these high rates of return that are secured by real estate? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked that question because I raised over two million dollars in my first ninety days uh, uh, attracting private money. And you know what, RJ, I've never asked anybody for money. I've never asked a private lender for money. All I've done is put my program out there to a lot of people very quickly, and I still do that. And then they raise their hand if they're interested, because as you know, it's a whole lot easier to attract than it is to chase. Right. So we ain't chasing nobody. We're not trying to talk anybody into anything. We're not selling anybody on anything. We're just making it available. So what I did, and I still utilize today, RJ, is when I started out, I recorded a 16-minute um, audio recording called Stress-Free Investing, How to Print Money Automatically. And this audio, RJ, gives an overview of what private money is all about and what private money is, but the audio does not spill the beans on my program, okay? The audio does not tell the interest rate or how they can get their money back in less than 90 days in case of an emergency or what happens if I die, you know, how are they protected? But all those questions are raised in the audio. So the purpose of that audio is to swell up the potential private lenders greed glands to where they can't wait to hear the actual program. So this 16 minute audio stress-free investing, I have personalized this recording uh, over a thousand times for my students across the nation. So, um, you know, if you got any followers that, you know, want to learn how they can get that transcript or whatever or get it recorded, uh, we can let them know when we get to the end of the show here. But that's one way, getting the audio out. I've also, I also do private lender luncheons. And a private lender luncheon is simply inviting people to a luncheon. And I've got a step-by-step -step process on how to have a successful private lender luncheon. But I've raised as much as $969,000 at one private lender luncheon. So at that luncheon, you know, I'll, uh, I'll have maybe 10 potential private lenders right here in my local area. My students do it right there, wherever they live, have it at a nice place, you know, the nicest place you can afford. And you feed them lunch, so you're buying them lunch. And then there's a simple little 15, 20 minute PowerPoint presentation that I provide that you go through and present the information on what private money is and how the program looks. And at the end of the luncheon, uh, they just fill out a little questionnaire as to whether they'd like more information or not. So private lender luncheons are a very, very quick way to um, raise a lot of private money. Another thing that I do and my students do is uh, they'll go out to, or we'll go out to the civic clubs, like the Rotary clubs are always looking for presenters uh, at their lunch meetings. And so we have another PowerPoint presentation where we'll give information on, you know, what private money is and et cetera, and uh, hand out the audio recording. So it's all about networking, you know, it's all about networking. So I, 
you know, we hear about private money lending all the time in real estate investing. You go to meetups, you go to networking events, and everybody talks about it. But, you know, if you've never done it before, it can be a little bit of a daunting task if you don't have a mentor or someone to walk you through the process. So real quickly, how do you actually close or fund a deal with a private lender and what documents do you need to make this happen? Good question. Uh, that's another reason, RJ, that I absolutely love private money is because the closing is so simple. So here's the only documentation. I mean, you know, when we close on a traditional mortgage or even getting a, you know, even getting a, a loan from the bank to do a deal, my lands, I mean, the paperwork is like an inch thick. Here's the documents. First documentation is the, I mean, documents, the promissory note. So the promissory note is only a page long, page and a half long. You know, it lays out who's the borrower, who's the lender, what's the property collateralizing the loan, what's the principal loan amount, what's the interest rate, how often the payments, what are the payments, what's the length of the note or the term, you know. And so you got a promissory note. Uh, second document is the mortgage or deed of trust, which is the document that gives the lender the legal right to foreclose in case the borrower is in default and doesn't pay. Then there is the um, insurance the uh, insurance binder. And so uh, private lenders are named as mortgagees on the, um, on the insurance policy rather. And mortgagees or private lenders, God forbid the house burns down, the lender gets paid before anybody else does. And then there's the title policy. The uh, lender's named as the additional insured on the title policy. Um, and this, th these documents, RJ, uh, for the sake of your listeners, the great news is, is we as the borrower, the real estate investor, we don't prepare these documents. The real estate attorney prepares the documents and here's what's really cool. Um, I've got this simple little one page template email that's got 12 little points and it's fill in the line. Who's the lender? Who's the borrower? What's the principal loan amount? What's the interest rate? By the way, we only make interest only payments. We don't, we don't make principal and interest because the private lender makes more money that way because they're not, we're not paying their principal down and it helps our cash flow as the borrower. But this simple little template, you fill it out, uh, takes every bit, maybe two minutes to fill it out, email it to your closing agent, and it gives them all the information that they need to prepare the uh, the closing documents. So, I mean, you know, even when I go to a closing, I, you know, I went to a closing today at the attorney's office. I don't have to go. My lands, I've given my real estate attorney, power of attorney, they can buy any house, sell any house for me that I want them to. I just give them, you know, approval by email. But hey, I'm in town today and I'm, I'm going downtown anyway. I'm there for less than two minutes to sign the documents. Uh, so it's, it, it's not many documents at all. It's simple. It's quick. It's easy documentation to close. And a couple of points here, you know, Jay's giving his, his feedback on how he borrows his money. Um, just a couple of things while I was listening to you, which it, it's all brilliant information. There are a couple of differences between how I borrow money and how he borrows money. Um, I don't make interest-only payments. I do all of the interest accrues and is paid at the end when we either sell or refinance the property. Now, I do that to enable us to do more 
And but so we can not have the burden of cash flow issues with having to pay make those interest only payments um, during the length of the project. Um, now that being said, I also borrow from very what Jay refers to as warm private money investors. I would never do that to someone that I just met at a at a luncheon and say, "Hey, you know." loan me $200,000 and trust me for the next six months while I, I don't make any payments. Um, these are people that I've known for quite some time or either partners with me on other projects. And that's why I've been enabled to do where the interest accrues and it's all paid at the end. Um, is that something that you've ever done, Jay, where you've had the interest accrue and, and it's all paid at the end? Oh, sure. And I've got a number of friends that do that as well with a real close warm market. Um, and I, I guess in the majority of the cases, the reason I don't do it is because I have, since I sell a number of houses on the rent to own, I'm not interested in having accrual of interest for 18 months when they're ready for cash out. Yep. I want to get it paid up a little bit along the way, but the way you do it and the way I do it, uh, all that works. Yep. So let's talk about, it sounds like you've got a, a book and some programs out there. Why don't you, you know, kind of tell everybody a little bit about your programs and where they can find out more information about those. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, I tell you what, let me give out a couple of uh, free resources, uh, RJ. Oh, that'd one be fantastic. Is, yeah. Um, so one is um, I've got an, uh, I, I do live events. So I've got two free tickets for your listeners. Um, and these are valued at $3,000. Um, and my live event, I'll go ahead and give the uh, website now. So it's uh, com, all spelled out J A Y S. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I tell you, I got something better than that. Let's let's give out the titanium vault one. Let's give them www in your show notes there, uh, RJ. This is www.jayconner, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash titanium vault, your awesome. website. So Jay Connor, and I'm an E-R, not an O-R, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash titanium vault and that url will take people to my to the website to where they can get free tickets to my live event i do the live event three and four times a year this live event's very different from other real estate investing live events i actually have private lenders come to the event for real estate investors to network with come to the event uh, get private money um, but i teach all four pillars of my business there's four pillars I teach at the business. Number one, how we find deals before other real estate investors know they exist. Number two, how we fund the deals uh, that's got nothing to do with your money. I mean, nothing to do with your credit uh, or your own money or your verification of income or your experience. Thirdly, how you sell houses quickly in three days or less. And then fourthly, how we automate the business. We also have a bus tour on during the event, and this is a different bus tour, RJ. Where we don't go look at houses in the multiple listing service. We actually go look at houses that I'm doing. Uh, I show how I found the houses. Um, for those that are re being rehabbed, you know, we may look at houses that are underway, uh, look at houses that are completely finished and staged, and also 
the attendees get to meet my team as to how I automate this business, my contractors, my interior designer, my virtual assistants, and how we're able to automate the entire business. So they can get the free tickets there at jconnor.com forward slash titanium vault. And also, if people just want to reach out to us and, you know, talk about getting the um, the audio recording and the script for that and et cetera, uh, just give us a call here at our office at 252-808-2927, 252-808-2927 uh, here in North Carolina Eastern Time. And, of course, just going to jconnor.com, you can poke around and find all kinds of information and resources. Well, Jay, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to sit down with us today. And uh, that was some great tips on private money. And and I learned quite a bit. And, and I consider myself pretty good at it because, you know, we, we do quite a bit of business across the country. And, and almost all of it is based around private money. But you really simplified it and broke that down to where it's a system, you know. And, and, and sometimes with private money, it doesn't feel like it can be a system, but you really broke it down and kind of created that. And uh, thank you for taking the time to share all that information and giving away those free gifts to our listeners today. Absolutely, RJ. I'm so glad to share. And uh, man, RJ, I've got my podcast, so I need to have you on my show. <laughs> well, we'll have to get that. Uh, we'll have to get that scheduled. And uh, but again, thank you for taking the time, and uh, we we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much, RJ, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault.